This is a Project Humanoid production. Whammo. You're listening to Cheesesteak Scrapple. It is National Scrapple Day as we record this, but not as you listen. And it's still cheesesteak suplex. So, okay. Uh, I'm the man of a thousand names, the ever loquacious Jackson Wells. And with me as always is the panicky plucky podcast Pooba, not the chief, Jay Strongbow, or any other kind of chief, BP Burke. I don't know why you're running this whole chief thing. I am the chief. You're not the chief. The chief of podcasting. We have a pack show today. I think. Is it packed? I hope so. <laughs> we I feel we have a very sparse show today. I hope you still bear with us. I uh, I don't have my headphones on, so I can't hear myself. Uh, I don't know what I sound like other than... <clears throat> I mean, I know what I sound... You get what I'm saying. Uh, ooh, excuse me. Uh, so I feel like I have to put my fingers in my ears to talk. Really? You can't just talk? You don't like feel natural just talking without the headphones no, on? No, it sucks. It really, really sucks. The, the reason why I don't is because I don't have the, I, I don't know where the wire is. I think it's in a, a box. I was like, yeah, I'll, I don't really need the headphones, do I? And then I got here and I'm like, yeah, I, I definitely need that. It's like, it's like a safety blanket at this point. It's a security blanket. Uh, I feel like, wasn't it Linus from? Yeah, you had the blanket, Linus. And this is a great time for that. It's a, you have the, didn't Charlie Brown do the, did he do a, a, a Halloween? It yeah, a great it's, pumpkin, a great, it's a great pumpkin, but, Charlie But did he Brown. do something for Thanksgiving too? I don't remember. I know there was like there was one with like the lights, please. Uh, but I think that was for Christmas. Oh, okay. Yeah, and it was it was a very like religious thing. Well, it is. I think it's going to be uh, a packed show. I hope it is. Um, packed with what? Snacks and facts. Oh wait, wrong show. <laughs> with murder? No, that's oh. the wrong show too. I hope Damn. gets murdered. Uh, but first, let's get our uh, social media out there. Instagram. Cheesesteak Suplex, Facebook, Cheesesteak Suplex, Twitter, Philly Suplex, and the merch, ProjectHumanoid.com. Also, whatever platform you're listening, if, if it has a rating system, rate us. Yes. Give us all the ratings. Rate us highly. Don't just rate us. Rate us well. Right. Well. Five stars. Highly is my former as name. As high as you possibly O'Reilly can. was my former name, and Wells is my current name. Well, highly was your name in Brazil. That's right. Yeah, highly. I was hack highly. They don't, they don't say, I wasn't Rack. Rack Riley is a cool name. I'm going to be Rack Riley. <laughs> Speaking of people with the R names, congrats to Ray Rougeau. He, uh, he's the mayor of a town in, in Canada now. Hey Rougeau. Hey Rougeau, yeah. yeah. He, uh, he is the mayor in, in um, I forget the name of the town, the city in Quebec, but he is a... Uh, is, is there a new Mary, mayor? Mary something? Is it the one where Kevin Steen's from? No, I don't think it's from Maryville. Uh, I, can, I can look it up here. In fact, uh, I do have one friend, uh, online you friend. You have one friend. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I have a friend online who's from Quebec, and he's like, yeah, I have Quebec. family there. I'm jealous. Quebec. Quebec. Mm-hmm. I want to go to Quebec City for uh, Christmas. It's very cold up there. You're, you're going very north. Like, most of the big Canadian cities are along the border. Dude, so, unless so, it's a frozen tundra, I'm okay. I've, I've experienced Yeah, I'm sure you'll before. be fine. And also, uh, you, you get, it, it's, 
Is that what you worry about when I'm like, oh, I want to go to Quebec City for Christmas? You're like, ah, cold. Like, who cares? There's coats. I'm not really worried about it. Then why even bring it up? I was just doing it to, uh, I was mainly saying it to deter reveal- people from going. Yes, yes. Yeah, people are waiting on my go- okay well, to, well, to no, decide somebody on might. trip to so, Quebec City. Somebody might. So I've heard people go, I really want to see that movie. It sucks. Oh, it sucks. All right, I'm not going to watch it. So somebody might go, oh, it's too cold up there. Yeah, fuck it. Never mind. All right, Matilda, we're not going. It's his wife's name. We're not going because Burke fucking said it's too cold. So, you know. so anyway, and now you just ruined somebody's fucking plans this Christmas. Thanks a lot, BP. Uh, so yeah, it is Rawdon, Rawdon, Quebec, Canada. Rawdon, I'm gonna guess it's R-A-W-D-O-N. Rawdon, I'm gonna say Rawdon, Quebec. Mm. Okay. And well, congrats uh, to him. Yeah, congrats to uh, Monsieur the All American Show. Yeah, this is this is a hell of a way to find out he doesn't live in Memphis anymore. Wow. Well, he probably moved. Probably relocated. Well, he went from Montreal to Memphis, apparently to Rodon. Yeah, probably Rue Francais. Oui. 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 Yeah, if you're uh, Belgian. Comment t'appelles-tu? Sure. I guess. <laughs> What's your name? Sure, I guess. <laughs> it's my name. Sure, I guess. So. Well, anyway. Anyway. Any, anyway. We can make this a really, really short show. So about how packed it is. Uh, you, you got any other? Uh... No, it's time to play Who Died the Oh, I keep <laughs> going to the wrong shows. It's the wrong Damn show. It. Yeah. So uh, th- this is, um, I, f- I find like we're in that, we're in that weird spot where it's like, <laughs> do we need some opening banter or should we get right into the festivities? Well, I do that for the other show. I do that for Murder, My Dude. Sometimes yeah. I'm like, all right, let's just get into uh, uh, This Week of Murder. And you're like, oh, wow, that's quick. You know, but we we kind of segment our shows. We we have like little things. We, we we do the banter and then we do the whatever, like the what's is the banter, the appetizer or is it the is it the just the talk before? Is it the, you're just sitting down at the table? And no, I think it's the that's the appetizer. That's the appetizer? The, yeah. The, the way I always um the, the way I always lay out murder, my dude, is the banter is almost like your appetite. Well, it's kind of like the amuse bouche, like a. uh you know, maybe a little drink to loosen you up, and then the appetizer is this week in murder. The main course is the whatever story it is that week, and then who died the worst is a little dessert. Okay. I don't know how. I, I to we're completely throwing down the fourth wall here, but I kind of lay out that show, and this this show you're kind of in charge of as far as structure and how things flow and how things move, and yeah, but I mean, so I don't I know th- what your process is. I, I think the other the other one just kind of happened organically. Yeah, know, yeah, or, yeah. Or just you know, over time. No, I think for so for this one to just kind of show where if if you had a so you open up with banter. Actually, no, we, we are now in the banter portion. No, we we open it up with the with the intro. Like we yeah. we introduce ourselves. Then we uh, now because I restructured it. You lie to the people and tell them I'm not a chief. Correct. Right. I do lie. You are a chief. Okay. I acknowledge you. Thank you. I acknowledge you're at the head of the table. I am. That's at the side of the table. Yeah. Uh, I'm at the then, head of the side table. And then we do. Uh, we 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 do all that. And I tell you, I usually I usually say what's going to happen. What you what you can expect during this show, which I didn't. I didn't this week. I didn't say what you can expect this week. I left that out. So well, what can we expect this week? This week we're going to talk about inspirations for wrestlers. 
And that's for the wrestling portion. So anyway, wrestling for the first few shows came in the beginning and then we go to a break and then it was the Philly stuff or the, the regular, you know, general talk. Now I kind of switched it around. So, so what we'll do is we'll say, Oh, this is what to expect. Then we'll get into social media plugs. Then it's the bullshit time. Mm -hmm. Then it, uh, it came from Philly, then a break. And then it's the main the main course course which yeah. was the, which is the wrestling section that's what i that's why i wanted it to be last you're like ah people you know coming you wanted it to be first i'm like ah, they, they can they can look at timestamps or just or, you know or fucking listen you know maybe if they don't want to hear about philly if they're from fucking iowa maybe they do want to hear about it maybe they're like you know what i want to hear what these guys have to talk about from where they're from you know because it's i think it's interesting if i if there was a show that i liked and I'm listening, and they start talking about where they're from. I I listen. I listen to people talk about their grandmothers all the time. I watch this one YouTuber, and he's like, "Ah, oh, this is my grandmother's street." Like, I, normally I wouldn't give a shit, but I watch his thing, so I'm like, "Oh, okay, cool." Now I'm learning a bit about him, and I think it's good. I think it's good that people are. You don't want people learning about you. I think it's what it is. <laughs> You're like, ah, fuck it, stay away from my thoughts and my inner fucking demons. My demons. About my grandmother. <laughs> I don't know what you. What were you doing with your grandmother? Um, my grandmother's been dead for about 20, 20 years, years yeah. so nothing. Yeah. She was a nice lady. My other grandmother died before I was born, so definitely nothing. A grandma, Kate? No, it was my great-grandmother. Rose? Uh, yes, my grandmother, my, my dad. I'm just giving out all your fucking... Yeah, yeah, just tell everybody, give them my social security number while you're at it, why not? Can you tell me it? No, because you'll fucking blurt it to somebody. So? <laughs> what are they gonna do with it? I don't know. Come on. Anyway, um... But but as I was saying, this is kind of like a, a a weird spot because you're like Halloween just ended, but now you're just kind of all right. Now I have you know Thanksgiving's coming, but I kind of want to talk about Thanksgiving stuff. But but I'm like, wait, oh shit, I already did. Yeah, we, yeah, we, we did cover a lot about Thanksgiving last because I week. jumped the gun and I and I and I'm like, ah, fuck. But I'm you know whatever. I have some stuff uh, that that I could talk about. But anyway, um, let's just get into it came from Philly. It came from Philly early in the show. Pretty early. Scrapple. Oh, yeah. Well, it is National Scrapple Day. We just, did it come from Philly? or So it's it's kind of based off of a German dish, a low German okay. dish. Uh, but when the German settlers came, they settled in Philly and Chester County. Mm hmm. And they brought it here. So it came from Germany. Scrapple came from Philly. Okay. What it was originally based off of, which it was similar, but not the same. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like things evolve into something else. Like, like the cheesesteak, I'm sure existed somewhere else. Yeah. So we probably, probably cut up. Bits of steak and put it on a piece of bread. Or right. Yeah. And so it probably existed somewhere before Philly, but for all, all intents and purposes, the cheesesteak is a Philly dish. And thank you for not saying all intensive purposes. Well, I would never do that. Oh, I'm, not a, I'm not a moron. Good. Um, I mean, I am a moron, but not that kind of moron. <laughs> uh, but so Scrapple, the name Scrapple and what it is today is a Philly thing. Right it's on. it's Philly, Philly area. Anything within, I don't know, an hour of Philly, I'm just gonna say Philly. Okay, you know, like it's if if it's if it's South Jersey, if it's Chester County, even Lancaster, we could say Philly. It's fine. 
You know? I love the uh, horse and buggies you see driving along the streets in Philly sometimes. You did? Yeah, way back when. <laughs> well, Oh, I no, mean, no, you still have the horses. Yeah. Did, did, they, did they get rid of those? No. No, they, they have horses. They, still they, have, horses? They, they still have stables. Oh, yeah, stables. I was just there. I saw horses. Yeah. yeah they have stables. No, I mean, like the, the horse and carriage rides, yeah. like tourism. Yeah. Well, they were trying I to saw cut, those in, in August. They were trying to cut back on that because a lot of uh, people were. Animal rights people yeah, didn't like they, it, yeah, they weren't taking care of their horses, and that's that's for sure. But uh, That's when you said goodbye, horses. And then you would tuck your penis between right. your legs and dance weird. Yeah. And I like how they said, is she about size 14? Like, that was a fat girl. Size 14, sexy as shit. <laughs> you know? Well, it depends on the girl, obviously. But but I like meat, man. I like... It's, it's so weird how, how things like that change. Yeah, I mean, that was... When that book was written, because I think that was in the book, I, you're in the 80s where... In the mid-80s where, yeah, you still have that idea of... The, that very thin well it's such a it's it's so it's such a cultural thing too because mm-hmm. I, I i i told this before and i, I want to tell it again and, and we're close to we're close to thanksgiving so it makes sense for mm-hmm. me to say this um hey welcome to the thanksgiving episode <laughs> uh m- white people for whatever fucking reason did not like big asses Back in the day, I now they're you know we're we're I like a big plump juicy ass, right? Right. I think many have grown to appreciate uh, a an ample backside. It's the work of Sir Mixlot. Just, just say big ass, yeah, big ass, yeah. Uh, an ample backside. Yes, <laughs> the uh, the work of Sir Mixlot has not been forgotten. Oh Jesus! Um, they want the like, L.A. face with the Oakland. I would booty. like to sample your ample backside. Um. That that is code for I like to eat your ass. Okay. Uh that's that's what I want to say to women for well, my, my dating sites. My grandmother, uh, my great grandmother always did want to eat the asshole of turkey. So did my grandma. Yeah, I think everybody's grandma did that probably. What the fuck is it with our grandmoms when eat turkey assholes? Anyway, when when I was growing up, my mom would be like, ah, she's got a big fat ass on her, and not in a good way. She said that like, oh, geez, that's disgusting. And I realized that's just an old white people thing. My grandpa and my uncle, they were the same fucking way. Mm-hmm. I remember one time we were sitting there and I'll never forget this. You know this. You, you've you heard this before. But they're watching. There was a weather woman and it, it was probably um, uh, Cecily Tynan. Tynan. Yeah. And, but I, re, I, re, I don't know who it was. But I'm just going to say it was her because I had the biggest crush on her. I'm just going to say it was, And I used to call her Cecily tight ass. All right. Okay, fine. Maybe I was a bit of a perv as a kid. I was because I also used to jerk off to Denise Austin in the morning. Wait, this like China? Didn't she start in in Philly as a as a weather person when you were like in her in your teens or, or early twenties? Definitely in my teens. Okay, like when it was, you were like as a kid, you make it sound like you were like five. Well, I was in my teens. Okay, yeah, you're a kid. Okay, yeah. Even if I'm in my fucking early twenties, I'm gonna still say kid, right? I told you, I'm as the, the older I get, mm-hmm. the you know it becomes everybody's it starts becoming a kid to me. Like maybe I was you know attracted to somebody who was like 25. Now I'm like ah they're fucking kids. Yeah, you know 28 is like all right. I guess that's fine. What's the something plus seven? What uh it? half plus seven is one of the rules of thumb. Like you should your your dating range should be half your age, limited to like the low the low end should be half or your age plus seven. 18 up since that's legal. Well, yeah, right? I mean nobody's saying that that should no, be no. a law. It's well, just like. Well, no, no, there are. Don't say nobody because there are. Yeah, there are. But there, no, there are it's, it's of... just a rule of thumb where like, just say you're 40. Yeah. It should probably be like 27 and up. Okay. So 41. 27 and a half and up. Okay. 28 and up. So that's fine. But anyway, 
whoever the weather woman was, we're going to just go with Cecily Titan, right? Mm-hmm. We're watching it, and my grandfather and my uncle are sitting on the couch, and I'm sitting there, and they go, oh, man, look at the leg on her. And I remember looking at them and go, the, what's she, a turkey? <laughs> like, the f- what the fuck do you mean look at the leg on her? Check out that drumstick. Oh, look at those gams. Ah, I'd like to hose that. What the fuck? What the f- <laughs> What are you, a tailor? Like, the fuck? I don't get it. Look at the leg on it. Because apparently some people were just... I, I know women that are like, they're like, oh, that's a sexy clavicle. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> what? I never once wanted to stick my dick in a cav- like, cavicle. Clavicle. You know? Like, yeah. I, I just don't understand. It feels like it would hurt. Like, there are... Th- I get that there are things that are attractive, right? Like... Mm-hmm shoulders can be a trap. I get it. Yeah. Like, I totally get the, uh, uh, like the clavicle thing, but there's a lot of women like that. They're like, Oh, hands. Like, <sighs> I don't know, man. I'm just attracted to what I'm attracted to. And you can be too, obviously. But, but the fucking, the, it's just that what is attractive to people changes. And I think it's a, it's a weird, like, like the leg thing. Like, yeah, I guess there could be sexy legs. Yeah, I mean, that. I think that was the whole idea behind the Rockettes. Like, they, they would have the outfits that would accentuate the legs with the the, uh, yeah. the high-cut, like, um, bodysuit type thing. I guess. I, sure, I, I I guess. But but the legs are... I, I think it was also, like, what was considered, like, taboo but accessible at the time. Like, I guess in, like, the, the 40s, 50s, even 60s, like, eh, show a little leg. It's like, like girls with their navel. Yeah. You know, like you show a little belly button. It's like, oh, man, she showed her belly button. Oh, that's sexy. It's like you get lint in it. <laughs> I, I don't want to fuck it. You know, like, mm-hmm. ah, I think I found a penny in mine once. Wow. No, Impressed. I didn't. But this is the this is the uh, dog's honest truth. I was in the bathroom one day mm-hmm. and this is when my beard was big. I was eating chips and I scratched my beard and a chip came out. Of my beard. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, don't know why I just told you that. Did it fall happened. near your belly button or something? No, 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 no. Just why like, are you bringing this up talking about your belly button? Oh, because talk about things being hidden in oh, things. Oh, okay, okay. Like, did I not make that clear? I thought that I was, I thought that I was a little bit more, it was probably in my head. Okay, yeah, I'm thinking, like, this is, how's this um, going to relate to the belly button thing? Uh, because hiding things in your belly button. I figured, like, it fell in my belly button well, we and I picked it out about, and ate like, it. I, I, I thought didn't you I said like a penny or something? In the yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so I'm no, just, I get it now. Yeah, that's 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 where I'm at. Sorry that I had to explain that. I thought that you were following. I don't know. Maybe I just didn't do a good job of explaining. Just like uh, I used to, when I used to film, and, uh, and and you wrote books, and then I fucking filmed the commercial for it, and I didn't do a good job of filming the fucking commercial because I stunk. So there's that. See, now it's not all about you, about your failures. <laughs> it's about my failures too. Anyway. So yeah, Scrapple came from <laughs> Yes. In conclusion, Scrapple came from Philly. That's what this segment was. A bunch of shit. Just everything but the oink. We took the we took the things you put in another show the scraps. that didn't come off of the uh the show and we boiled them. Right. And then we collected the scraps and, and the then cornmeal. we cornmeal and some spices. Yeah. Maybe some marjoram. I don't know, is there marjoram in Scrapple? Nah, what the I... fuck is marjoram? Uh, I don't. I don't know. Did I, you say margarine? I thought margarine, margarine, margarine. I'm not talking about margarine. Not yeah. margarine. Mar- is it marajam? How do you fucking say that word? Mar- I don't fucking. Know. I'm not looking at it. Neither I, am I. Huh? I'm looking at my microphone. 
that's not going to tell you how to pronounce margarine. Let's just go with margar- margaram. Sure. It's like cumin or cumin. I hear people say both, and I don't like when people say cumin. It's like coupon or coupon. Cumin. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm not a big fan of that. Well, Do anyway. you say cool When you're playing pool, you hit the cool ball? The cool ball. Yeah. The cool ball. You got to put a little English on the cool ball when you hit it. Right. And, uh, but I only do that when I'm in Quebec. Yeah. Not Quebec. Do you say Cuba or Cuba? We, me, me, my uh, my oldest son, he was here for, for the weekend. You know that. Yeah, I was he here, here too. Um, he, uh, we, were, we were talking about his his mom. She, uh, apparently she, she that day, I guess the day he was coming here or whatever, got a, uh, a croissant and she was, she said, cause she, okay, let's, let's go back. When I started dating her, she was like, yeah, I got a croissant. croissant. No, a croissant. Croissant. Yeah, qu- like with the qu- croissant. And I'm like, what? And she's like, a croissant. And I'm like, why the fuck are you saying it like that? <laughs> croissant. And she was like, because that's how you say it. And, and like, we would get mozzarella sticks and she would be like, yeah, can I get some mozzarella sticks? And I'm like, no, m- moots. Let me get some moots. And I'm like, mots? Like, yeah. Applesauce? <laughs> She's yes. like, no, no. No, moots, mozzarella. And I'm like, mozzarella? Like, is that is that what you're saying to me? It's It was as bad as when I talked about the fucking, uh, I don't know where I talked about it, but I'll, I'll say, uh, I went to Wawa the one time. Mm-hmm. Did I talk about that on this show? Or was I, it, I don't know. Maybe I was telling one of the kids. That's the problem with talking so fucking much, is that you forget where you tell shit. Um, one day, my mom asks me to go up the wall. Now, this is back. This is years ago when. Oh, I think this was on a show. I don't know if it was this show, but it was on a show. I'll tell it again. It's OK. Uh, my mom sends me up to Wawa to get whatever it was, half a pound of uh, Capicola. Yeah. Right. Or is it? Yeah. Because if you're so, a fan of the Sopranos, you know where this is going. Right. So she said now this is in the 90s mm-hmm. and our Wawa at the time at the deli counter there was a night a, a, like a box where you can order like ham or cheese or whatever lunch meat and stuff, chicken salad. But you would get it by like, oh, let me get a pound of whatever. Yeah. Like you can't do that today. It's not a deli. At a, at a right. It just made the order sandwiches. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Now it's like, yeah, you order the sandwich, but you don't order like a half a pound of whatever. Right. You, you can't get um what well, we would say lunch meat. Some people might say cold cuts or yeah, cold cuts. I um, hated that, by the way. Something you you can't get like sliced deli meat to go. So so my mom goes go down the Wawa get let's just say it's a half a pound of gabagool, mm-hmm. and I go all right because always heard gabagool growing up. Yeah. So I go down the Wawa and I ask for a half pound of gabagool, and the, and the and the person behind the counter is like what. You know, I don't remember verbatim what they said. I don't mm-hmm. remember if it was a guy or girl. I just remember the exchange. I remember it, it being like something like, what? What? And, uh, what? And I said, gabagool. And they're like, I don't know what you're saying. And I'm like, gabagool. And they're like, we, we don't have gabagool. And I'm like, All right, okay. So I go back home and I'm like, mom, they don't have gabagool. And she goes, Ask for Capicola. <laughs> like it's like it's your fault. Right. Yeah. So I go 
And I go, Capicola. And they go, oh, Capicola, yeah. <laughs> so I get a half pound of Capicola. And, and it was like, why'd you ask me to get Gabagool if you want a Capicola? Because it's Gabagool. That's how you say it. <laughs> it's like uh, Galamad instead of Calamar. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's like putting that accent on things that... And, and and I love that because that's what when we were doing pedantic, I love the that's why I wanted to do pedantic because I love the etymology of things. I love sitting there and you say something like I, I saw a phrase and I don't know. I haven't done this. I was watching a lot of shit about Irish stuff lately. And this ties into a couple different things here. Uh, we'll get to remind me Brian Regan, you know, mm-hmm. the you know, the bit. But but it remi- I'm I'm looking at uh, Irish uh, stuff and the 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 migrant steps that people took and are, right. you know people coming from uh, Iran and Turkey and, and stuff and then they eventually went up and settled in in Ireland uh, but but other people would go up and they would settle in like France like the Basque area mm-hmm. right is that France. I believe so. Okay. And then they start spreading out. People go down to Spain. People go up to Ireland and shit. And then whatever. Well, there was a group of people called Latin. L-A-T-E-N-E. Latin. The Latin people, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm looking at it and they kept saying Latin. And I'm like, is that where Latin comes from? Hmm. Every time they said Latin and I'm like, Latin, Latin. And I'm like. I don't know that that's that Latin has anything to do with Latin, right? But I could see it, it you know, it, it it morphing into that, and that's how a lot of things come. So when you say Gabagool, how do you get Gabagool a Capicola? And then you have to you have to think how somebody would say Capicola, Capicola, Capicola. Yeah, and then they leave off letters. So I watch a lady on youtube named gina and it's great because it starts off with a dun, 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 and then she's like this older lady probably in her 70s she goes it's a me a gina and if she's making something she's like i'm gonna add a little salt and a salta and a pep salta and a pep mm-hmm. and a little bit of olive olive olio if she's adding no, is it a character or is this no. like it's oh, a okay. legit like lady from italy that oh, okay. lives in america and yeah. Her name's Gina. It's a me, a Gina, and I add a little bit of olive oil, you know, like mm-hmm. put a little bit, a little bit, a pecoramano, you know, like all right. this stuff or whatever. And but but I noticed that like she'll say like olive oil and salta and pep and like it's just how people leave things off and add things. Yeah, and how le- this is how language evolves. Yeah, right. And and so I start to think of like how. And then when she's saying like Gabagool, like she probably doesn't say like Gabagool, like an like an Italian American right. word. We would say Gabagool with a hard ga. Yeah, like but they would say Gabagool, like Gabagool. Right. So it's like it, it trails off, and you hear how how it changes from Capicola to Gabagool. You know, if if you're listening, you're like, oh, okay, I I understand how we get. Capicola, or mm-hmm. you know, or Gabagol from Capicola. Anyway, um, and it, but, but it always reminds me of that Brian Regan bit because I've always thought this shit, and I think that that's when, when it comes to comedy, that's where I, when when I could identify with the joke. Sometimes you're like, ah, I've never been in this situation, but it's funny, right? But especially when you fucking are like, I know one hundred percent where you're coming from. That's when it's like it fucking really hits, and it really. 
Brian Regan was doing that bit about um, how his friends were talking about ordering a pie. Yes. Yeah. And uh, when he went to college. Yeah. When he first went to college and he had left home. Right. And then they were saying, and he, and he goes on the whole thing about like the Italian stuff, like Gabagool and all that stuff. Yeah. Or I don't know if he was doing Gabagool, but yeah, I remember with the pie, it was like, they want to like, yeah, let's, let's order a pie. And they're like, Oh, we're going to get a pie. <laughs> like, you know, they're going to get a pie like from a bakery. Yeah. It's like, yeah. So we got like half pepperoni, half blueberry. Yeah. Sort of <laughs> right. Half pepperoni, half blueberry. Uh, fucking Bri rig is great. But, but then he's talking about like, then he, he gets into like how when people start in, in different, like I, I noticed this with Spanish people, Spanish people and Italian people love to say their things in their accent. Right. So like, if they're going to say like, Capicola, instead of just saying, yeah, let me get a half, then we go, let me get a half a bottle of Capicola. It's like, what? Just say Capicola. Yeah, you just, for one word, morphed into, like, having an accent, and then you went right back. Right, and I know that with Spanish people, they do the same thing, mm-hmm. right? And he's talking about, like, I'm Irish. I don't say, like, yeah, let, let me uh, let me get a steak and a potato. Right, <laughs> like, yeah. Let me get a bowl of Lucky Charms. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I can't do it justice, obviously, but it just the whole thing is hysterical because I made a similar joke to that before I ever heard that one. Mm-hmm. Like, cause just because it's, it's comments, it's like, why the fuck? I guess, cause it kind of annoyed me. I'm going to be honest when people would do like when they would do that accent, cause it was unnecessary. Now for me saying gabagool, it wasn't like, that's just what you grew up saying, right? It was what I grew up saying. I think some other people learn it. Mm-hmm. And when you're learning it and you choose to do it that way, that's where it's annoying. Yeah, where like a lot of people will say kielbasa. I always grew up hearing kielbasa, kielbasa which yeah. is like my family was you know, Polish. My grandmother, I think was either from Poland or came right over when she was like a baby. Right. And the family just said kielbasa. But that's like a, that's not a Polish thing, apparently. That's like a, a Czech thing. Like, right. You, like more that, that's, it's generic like, Eastern European thing. And they say it a lot up here where we are now. Like they even... Like a town maybe 20, 15, 20 minutes away from us has a Kabasi fest, but they even spell it like K I E L B A S Y. Right. Like they even spell it differently. Phonetically. Phone- yeah, they spell it phonetically. Um, yeah, that's like uh, 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 Glumkies. When I was mm-hmm. a kid, as a matter of fact, I, so I've been watching, speaking of Irish stuff, going back to that, I watch uh, Irish, Scottish, whatever. By the way, that's what I am. If you're ever wondering, you're hey, Irish, I'm, Scottish, and whatever. No, that's it. Just oh. Irish and Scottish. Oh. Literally, that right now, as, as it stands, I am sixty-five, thirty-five Irish, Scottish. Yeah, I, I would need. A, my, I would need a pie chart. Yeah. Uh, so I would need a pie chart and a map of Europe, and I can give you a general idea. <laughs> just throw a fucking yeah. Throw a dart. You're gonna probably hit something. Well, yeah. aim aim a little high, like lower, like I like northern Europe. Like if you aim low, if you hit like Portugal, nah. Uh, Portugal, the man. Uh, am, if you just heard me blow my nose, I am I neither Portugal nor the man. Uh, Italy, no, not Italian. I did have some people pass through France, but it was like the north of France by Germany. Well, I mean, the Irish originally had a pass yeah. through France. Yeah, but no, it's <laughs> like Ireland. It's Ireland. It's the UK for me. It's yeah. uh, Eastern Europe, like the Baltics, Poland, Germany, right, right. Uh, Norway, Finland. I'm, I'm all those places. Yeah, I'm, ba- I, I'm basically Irish and Eastern European for the most part. Right. What was I talking about? Uh, words. No. What What, what was I? Gavagul. <laughs> right, I, I always forget that one of my jobs is I have to keep track of what you're saying. No, I haven't. Been, um, I have I didn't say it's your job. I just asked. Do you, um, do you remember? 
you were talking about being Irish, Scottish, and whatever. Yeah. I don't know why you brought that up. Right. What was what were we talking about right before that? I don't remember. Oh man, that's that's not good. Well, okay, I remember. So the kilt thing. So I'm watching this. Uh, th- these USA kilts on. Uh, they're they're out of uh, like near Phoenixville, PA. Yeah, I know you've been asking me a lot of quest- kilt related questions this week. And okay. I guess it's because that, of this. Thanks. Thanks for exposing me, okay? <laughs> well, you're talking about it. Yeah, I know, but I didn't want you to, uh, to say that part, all right? That's a little embarrassing. Like, okay. all right, but anyway, it's it's the flavor of the week. You know me. So anyway. Uh, that should be a segment. What's the flavor of the week? Well, it's, it's usually a flavor of two weeks. I have like a two-week uh. thing that I'm into something, and then I move on. Well, anyway, so I've been really into the just watching these guys lately, this USA Kilts. Uh, they they actually have a company. It's not like they just talk about kills. They actually have a company, right? Out of like uh, like I said, Phoenixville area. And uh, but anyway, reason why I'm bringing that up is because um, the one guy's uh, wife or whatever is Polish, I think, and uh, or part Polish, and he brought up Gwumpkies. Mm-hmm. Now I'm saying Gwumpkies mm-hmm. with a W because. That's how I grew up saying it in Philly, at least my section of Philly. We would say glumpkies. Now, this guy also said glumpkies. Right. But other people say glumpkies and halumpkies. Yeah. And halu- or halupkies. And we knew a girl from uh, who's Polish. Yeah, her parents were from Poland. And I think that she said halupkies, maybe. And it was like glumpkies isn't. I think it's galumpki. But, but like in Philly, we say Gawumpki, just like, uh, there, there's a lot of people say Philly is Philly with a W mm-hmm. for some reason. A lot of people put that fuck in Philly that they, they say Philly or Gawumpki. They'll, they'll make that L a W for whatever reason. Like yeah. we, ha- we have a speech impediment in Philly. According to Google, it's like, uh, Gawumpki. It's Gawumpki, but go ahead. Yeah. It's like Gawumpki. It's G-A-W. Then the stress is W-O-A-M-B-K-E-E. Like Gwamki. Sure. Okay. But nobody says Gwamki. We say Gwamki. But anyway, uh, where's it from? Uh, I guess it's like the Polish. Well, no, because I, like I said, the girl that we know, her. Well, uh, yeah, it could be like there's different even accents within Poland. It's not like, you know, there's regionalized dialects in every country. Like I learned French. What little French I know, I learned it with a Parisian accent because my French teacher. Here we go. Look, Polish Golubki. G O L O B K I, and then in parentheses it says Gawumpki, G A W U M P K I. And then it says Gawumpki, G O L U M P K I, stuffed, it's stuffed cabbage. Yes. It's stuffed uh, cabbage, this is what it is. Gawumpki, 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 whatever you want to call it. They're ca- and par- Does it translate to little pigeon or blind pigeon or something? I believe it is little pigeons, yeah. Yeah. So anyway. That's what that's we were talking about Polish stuff and just different. Uh, th- yeah, that because I think my way- aunt, I think my aunt on my dad's side, which would be the Polish, I would say like Golumpki, oh. like which is another completely different way of saying it. How they say it like Golumpki. Well, it's 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 like saying Golumpki, but yeah. with the L instead of the W. So it'd be like Golumpki, Golumpki, Golumpki. Gal- yeah. Gal- it reminds me of uh, what was the guy that Scrooge always fought with in uh. <laughs> in, in uh, uh, uh Ducktales. Oh, uh, oh! I thought you meant like Screw Ebenezer Screw. No, 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 no. no. Oh McDonald's. yeah, uh, the one with the kilt, right? Yeah. Is that why you're bringing him up? <laughs> it's just no, no. The name, gl- gl- it was. Oh man. Was, yeah. 
the hell's his no it has nothing to do with the kilt that's just coincidence that's funny though duck t- no looking up duck t- we are all over the place today but that's okay i like that ducktails glomgold glomgold <laughs> that's Flint, why flintheart glomgold <laughs> that's yeah. why glumkey glomgold they loved their their alliteration with some of those uh, gyro gear loose yeah yeah doofus drake big time beagle yeah bentina binkley they loved their alliteration on ducktales wow By the way the new ducktales was awesome it got canceled a while ago but it was good you know sometimes like they'll remake a show and it's like mm-hmm. Ugh, this sucks there's some that were fun and some that i actually like the new uh the thundercats that they made oh i didn't know they made one yeah they made a new one and it was there was a, a show that was called like okay ko or something like that mm-hmm. and it was it was drawn like that and people hated the way the new one looked because mm-hmm. it did because it was goofy and very kid looking and right uh but it was for kids yeah, it's not for forty-year-olds. Like forty-year-olds are mad. Like ah, th- grow up, you. That, that that was a lot of things with Star Wars. You had these like the prequels that people hated on that, where people grew up idolizing these original Star Wars movies. Yeah, and like, well, this one was made for kids. Well, so were the other ones. You were just a kid when they came out. Yeah, yeah. It's really, it's really fucking pathetic. Um, but you know, it is what it is. That. That? I'm not going to say all it. Right. I'd leave that on the other all right. show. All right. All right. I leave that on the other show. All right. Well, anyway, uh, I think uh, there's enough of the jibber jabber, and uh, we should go to a break. Do yeah, we, do we, we don't really have a recorded oh, break for right. the show, so it's more of a live read. More of a live read, yeah. Uh, and we throw a bone to our my other wrestling show that I do, uh, the Tornado Tag Podcast, which you can listen to live on Thursdays at 7 p.m. Eastern. This past week, we had Chris Van Vliet on, the the YouTuber extraordinaire. He's done a lot of interviews with wrestlers and celebrities and, and people like that. This week, because it's, it's so weird to do these live reads, because we're recording this on a Tuesday. Do we and die on a... I, I don't know how it goes. Solomon Grundy, oh, born on a Monday, records on a Tuesday, edits on a Wednesday. But no, we record this on, on Tuesdays. This, as, like you said, this is National Scrapple Day, November 9th, as we record this. But this show won't see the light of day until the 13th into the 14th. It's almost a week between when we record and when it goes live. And in between that time, I do Tornado Tag. So we, we do this live read thing on a Tuesday. We do, I do Tornado Tag on Thursday. This comes out on Sunday. So this Thursday, I don't think there's a guest, at least not that I know of, but we will be talking about a wrestler near and dear to my heart. And this wasn't my idea, believe it or not. Uh, but we will be talking about the Macho Man Randy Savage. Really? That's yes. not you? Like No. Wow. This was not. Okay. I have, I, I've gotten most of my other favorites in. We did an episode on Bobby Heenan. My idea. We did an episode on Vader. My idea. This one was not my idea. I'm not complaining. But yeah, we'll be okay. we'll be talking about the Macho Man. We might even be talking about the Macho Man a little bit later on in this episode. So just to round up this live read, uh, just look up Tornado Tag Podcast on Facebook. I think the YouTube is just IWP Network. We're live on Thursdays at 7. And then they do have a website there, IWPNetwork.com. You can find it all there. And thank you. Tell them Cheesesteak Suplex sent you. Okay. There you go. And now back to our show. Back to our show. All right, so we are back, and we are now going to talk 
to you. This is the meat and potatoes of the show, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, or the, the meat steak. and potatoes. This, this is the uh, this is the cheesesteak. On this and the, the rest the of the show was, is a su- the This part- should be the suplex if this is the wrestling part. That was the cheesesteak. This is the suplex. <laughs> All right, you're right. You're right. I didn't think of that. Yeah, yeah. This is the suplex. This you just is- ate a cheesesteak. Now we're gonna drop you on your head. All right. So, so maybe, maybe there's uh there's a cheesesteak, but there's also the fries that comes with it. Yeah. And Philly, I always knew this growing up. You know, like today they have walking tacos. Mm-hmm. We had walking French fries or cheese fries. On South Street, I forget where it was. Could have been Ishkabibbles. I don't. I don't remember. But you would get this cup of like crinkle cut fries or whatever it was, mm-hmm. and whiz cheese and or cheese whiz. What is it? Whiz cheese or it's cheese, cheese whiz. whiz? Okay, whatever. Um, and uh, just we just whiz. we always said whiz. Yeah. yeah so I, I never knew the order. Cheese whiz. Um. And anyway, you walk around, you have your cheese fries, and you walk around and you eat them. Like, was uh, it one of those cups that had French fries on the it cup? Probably did. Yeah. I don't remember, but the remember, cup. The, yeah, those cups are just—they're such an indelible impression on me. Uh, those, the Greek ones, yeah, and then the 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 ones that are like white, blue, and pink with the mm-hmm. swirly, like, yeah. They even made like they have like T-shirts. sweatshirts and yeah, yeah, and sweatpants. I want to, I want a sweatshirt with that French fry design. That would be That's awesome. Fucking yo. Don't tell me that, because I will put that on ProjectQA.com. <laughs> yeah, the French fry All right, shirt. It's coming soon to ProjectQA.com. And then if you if you spill cheese sauce on it, it's like, hey, that just goes with the shirt. Oh, man. And then spill we can get... a little whiz on your yo, shirt. Yo, I'll make a South Street Suvlaki shirt, mm-hmm. and I'll make it like look like the Greek uh, cup. Okay, yeah. Do you remember... Sa- you don't know South Street Suvlaki. Well, I know the Greek diner cup, like the, the was, blue and white. Right, right, yeah. right. But South Street Suvlaki was... Uh, it was on... South Street, I'm going to guess? It was on South Street. Okay. And it I knew was, that and it, they had souvlaki. Yes, I thought so. I know the place. That was the first time I ate lamb. Okay, lamb is good. I had uh, gyros. Gyros. <laughs> it's another one. Gyro. Gyro. Uh, can I? Uh, hi, can I have the gyro gyros, please? Thanks. <laughs> um. Yeah. So that's the first place I had gyros. I remember he was. My, he my was, mom worked. Wait, for wait, wait. Gyro. Gyro. Gyros. Yeah. Was he Yismo Duck? Yismo Duck. Yeah. He knew how highly. <laughs> uh, yeah, my mom worked for Greeks. So, so did my grandmother. The the um, did she? Yeah. Uh, well, she worked in diners, and ah, if you worked in a diner in Delaware County, my mom. Yeah, if you worked in a diner in around Philly, you probably worked for Greek people. Yeah. So <coughs> my mom, uh, my mom worked for, growing up being Irish. Okay. Now somebody's gonna be like, "You're not Irish. You're American." Well, of Irish descent. Um. We always said sauce, spaghetti sauce, right? Mm-hmm. My mom worked for Greeks for a long time. She worked at other restaurants for Greeks. Uh, she fucking goes and works for Italians and comes home and all of a sudden it's gravy. Yeah. Like I, the I, red sauce you're talking about. Like, yeah. Like marinara or spaghetti sauce. Right. Gravy. Correct. Yeah. 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 Gravy. Get the fuck mm-hmm. out of here. Gravy. She would never call it gravy before yeah. she started working for these Italians. Yeah, because I always think like gravy is more savory and sauce is more like acidic. If you're talking about like pasta sauce, yeah, it's pasta sauce. It's not gravy. Mm-hmm. It's because of, of the when the, when the immigrants came over. I guess they were looking for a word that they were trying to describe right. their sauce, and they called it a gravy. But it's not a gravy. It's a fucking spaghetti sauce. Anyway, I do put spaghetti sauce. On mashed potatoes. Right. When I'm having um, stuffed peppers. Have you ever had gravy on your spaghetti? Like actual, like, gravy you would put on potatoes? People do that. I've heard that. It's a thing. No, Hmm. I would never do that. I don't think. 
Okay. Then again, I, I, I made spaghetti tacos before because uh, I, I needed an excuse. This is years ago when my son was little. Me and these uh, dudes uh, for an old chat room I used to hang out in. Um, it was an Opie and Anthony chat room. And these guys, we used to watch iCarly. Mm-hmm. All right. We're adults watching iCarly because it was a fun show. It was shit that we would have loved growing up. Right. You know, like it was it was fun. And they just brought it back recently. But now it's like it's a little bit ed- it's a little edgier because, you know, they're growing up or whatever. But anyway, uh, we're watching it. And one of the things they made spaghetti tacos mm-hmm. and it was silly and it was goofy. And I was like, oh, this is so stupid. I'm going to make it. Yeah, it's so crazy. I got to do it. Right. And I made it and I was like, huh? Hmm. Huh. It's pretty good. And it was. I liked it. I like spaghetti tacos. It's a lot of carbs. It's, yeah, it's, it's yeah, carb it's, on carb. Yeah, is it's my probably the reason there, why yeah. I was 436 pounds. It could be. When I, when I left Jersey, it's probably, you know, it's probably why I'm 90 pounds thinner now. <clears throat> anyway, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, so there's all that. Um, but yeah, you, you ready to get into the suplex part of the show? Oh, yeah. Not the, we, we just, uh-huh. we, I, I got very, I'm, I'm too hungry now. Because they were talking about all those fucking cheesesteaks and french fries and shit. Now we're going to get into the suplex part. Um, inspirations. So I'm going to be honest here. Uh, I was going to do catchphrases. Mm-hmm. Like where, where wrestling catchphrases came from? Right. It was a little lean, I think, for a topic. But Well, this is something, I, you know, it's something that, that I wanted to do a long time ago. When I was guest, I, I think it was last year, I was doing a guest spot on the other show you do, mm-hmm. and I had like a a list of topics that I, you know, I was like, oh, we, because I was going to do a thing about the Steiners, right? Because we, we were kind of doing like little biographies on different, people. yeah, yeah. With, with Tornado Tag, unless we have a guest on, usually there is a topic, and the topic is usually some kind of historical thing. Like I you know lately we've done Captain Lou. We've done the history of Ring of Honor. Right. Right before the Hamburg Fieldhouse thing, we did Jimmy Hart. When we were at the Hamburg Fieldhouse, we talked about the history of the Hamburg Fieldhouse in the Hamburg Fieldhouse. Right, which is cool. So like things like that. Yeah. And, and so when I was doing the shit, not that I was like a, a, a permanent guest or anything like that, but it was, it seemed like it was something that I was going to do regularly. Um, and uh, I had ideas and I had, you know, I had some written down and then it was just kind of like, I knew that I wasn't going to be a, a permanent thing. So I was like, nah, I'm just going to save these for if we do something mm-hmm. and catchphrases was one of them. And I, I was like, hey, I don't know that that fits anyway. I don't know if you guys are doing topics like that. It seemed like you were doing more like bi- biography things or that's the route you were taking. But either way, it didn't matter because I was like, nah, I just want to save this one. So I, I saved it and I didn't do all the work that I should have done because we could throw out maybe 10 different people. And, and figure out where the catcher, but some of them are kind of rest in peace. Where did that come from? I don't know. You dying, you know, like <laughs> it, this one, you might not know. This one's a little more obscure than that. But uh, one of, I know one of the bigger stars in ECW Raven, yeah. he would say, quote, the Raven nevermore. But he said right. that actually comes from a poem called the Raven by a, uh, a writer named Edgar Allan Poe. But no, it doesn't. Oh, because he said, quote, the raven yeah not quoth not okay. quoth okay raven. he made it his own right the the e makes it different right which is cool though i mean raven was a goddamn cool character i remember being a teen and watching because he did a whole like on the tracks thing and then the yeah. whole the, the backstory like 
He was that moody, just like angsty guy. Yeah, he was he, an angsty, like rich kid. Yeah, they didn't really lean on the rich kid thing as much Until in ECW. Later. They did that a lot in WCW. Okay. But it, it kind of was there because you're like, hey, this guy was just Johnny Polo. Like, and everybody knows that ECW didn't hide that shit. He was like, yeah, he was Johnny Polo and he's like walking around with a croquet mallet. Before that, he was Scotty Flamingo in WCW. Scotty now the he's, Body. Well, yeah, that was like Global. And, yeah. Or no, Global, he was Scott Anthony. He was Scotty the Body in, in um, Portland. <laughs> But yeah, like it wasn't like a a a thing where like there's just like this is some unknown guy. It's like what happened to him? Why is he all like moody and depressed and shit now? Yeah. What about him? What about Raven? Well, that was that was also WCW. Yeah, that really? Yeah. They didn't do that in uh I don't think so. WCW. Wow. His big thing was always quote the Raven nevermore and then you would do the uh the Jesus pose at the very end. Yeah. Tommy Dreamer did the very Oh, he would always do it, yeah. Yeah. Um I lo- I I love that. But it, but we could have had like a, a list of, of different people and like, okay, where is it? Where's this guy get, get his catchphrase from? Where's this one get his catchphrase? And we are going to kind of do that today, but it's going to be more inspiration. Yeah. Not just forward. catchphrases like other things too. Yeah. Um, so why don't we start Wait, we can just start just, through, we could throw out some that we know we, and we're going to save the one that we were talking about earlier that seemed to do the biggest ones. We'll save that for last. Okay. Um, the biggest inspiration guy? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Oh, there's two. There's two of them. Two two big you know, you know who I'm talking about. The, those two big we'll, we'll kind of leave. But but we have other ones. Um and as far as uh catchphrases go, so we know like Mick Foley. Have a nice day. No. Oh. That's not no that that comes from the smiley face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh you're talking about that cactus, comes from yeah. that comes from Forrest Gump. Then he did he? I, did you say have a nice day? I don't remember that. I don't know. No, he came out with the the happy face. Yeah, yeah. He wiped his face, and the thing just came out like a happy face, and that's it's like the shroud of turn. Yeah, that's where the happy face came from. Um, no, uh, it, I, I'm talking about the bang bang. Yes, when he was Cactus Jack, he would do the finger guns, go bang bang. Right, and that came from. Oh, you B-52s. Yes, I yeah, know. Where it comes I, I was. Throwing, I thought you were going to say. No, I was tossing it to you. Oh, oh, you're tossing. Well, okay. Did I hit it? Uh, it was uh, well, like a bunt, really. Yeah, it was a, a check swing because you were a little late on yeah, it. Yeah, I was definitely late on that one. Oh yeah, yeah the B fifty twos. Yeah, love I, Shaq, right? I, yeah, I remember that being in his book. He talked about the first time he did it. He had been brought in for some from shots, some shots in WCW. He had just come off of being Cactus Jack Manson in World Class, and. He was, they were doing a thing where him and Kevin Sullivan were teaming a lot. This was before they won the tag titles later. This is like the late 80s. And that was when he first started doing the elbow, where he would run off the apron and then elbow yeah. a guy oh, on loved the ground. That elbow, by the way. And back then, that was high end crazy shit. Nobody yeah. was jumping off the apron and landing on their, like, Randy Savage would do the thing where he would do the double axe handle off the ropes. And that was like as athletic as it got in WWF or WCW back then. Right. But this was a guy not landing on his feet. He would come off the apron and land on his body and drive the elbow in. And he said the first time he did it, he came up and he he, he didn't know what to do. And then, yeah, the song Love Shack by the B-52s came into a sudden You have that bang, bang right. on the door, Our baby. Door, baby. Yeah, it is door, not drum. What am I saying? Yeah. For? And so he did the bang, bang thing. Yeah. I wonder. Uh, if you're you, a big B52 fan. I'm not a big fan. I, I this is a good. They song. used to call you BP B, the the bomber. BP52 is what they called me. The, the bomber. Yeah, the BP52 bomber. Right. That's what they called you in college. Yes. Se- in secondary school. Yeah. Yeah. 
And then it, 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 you're, you're so close to Cactus Jaw popping up and going, I got me a Chrysler. It's as big as a whale. Yeah. Yeah. Almost that. Yeah. And that wouldn't have gotten over as much. No, it wouldn't. No, have. it wouldn't have. I, I would have liked it, though. <laughs> hilarious. Yeah. If you... Why is he talking about having a Chrysler? Yeah. Why does it sound like the guy from the B-52? Why does it sound like Fez? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Ronnie. Uh, anyway. Uh, all right. So what? What? I, I know The Rock got some of his stuff from uh, from Friday. Like SmackDown, I think, was from there. Yeah, I don't, I don't know for, oh. for but, I, but I do know that he took a lot, of, a lot of wrestlers. Mm-hmm. We watched that uh, round table, uh, like table for three or whatever it was yeah. called. Um, they were talking about, I think it was like Godfather. Talk, a lot of people were taking stuff from from Friday, um, like you know, obviously like have a nice day, uh, rest in peace, all that stuff. You know, s- simple things like that. Right. But there are more. There, there, there are a lot of. Um, uh, you know, fuck, fuck it. We'll just get into. Uh, well, I know no Ric Flair. Uh, that's uh, okay. Yeah, say. go ahead. No, that's what I was gonna say. Go ahead. Yeah, the woo yeah. was from Jerry Lee Lewis. It was from the the kind of the piano parts of Great Balls of Fire. So I was gonna save him second to last. Okay, because also with with Flair, he got that from Jerry Lee Lewis, and he gets the robe. Uh, now inspiration. Mm-hmm. from gorgeous george right and that's where a lot of people got the bleach blonde hair from absolutely yeah um but he gets the rest of it mainly from my grandfather's work colleague yeah herman road the nature boy herman road right uh, now that's not a joke my grandfather literally was in the same police force yeah we talked about it last week as yeah as buddy rogers but not at the same time that i know of right i'm sure i'm sure it was uh, a, a way yeah. different year a Maybe bit, they were probably a bit later. I think Buddy Rogers has probably done that by like the fifties because he was doing wrestling, and right. he was a big star. Okay, yeah. So yeah, but yeah, my grandfather was born in like the twenties, and just that. Well, I mean, he could have. My grandfather could have been on the force. Could have been. Uh, wow, wouldn't but, that be fuck? Dude, wouldn't that been some shit? Would have been. Yeah. I can't ask my grandfather now. He's dead. Yeah, he so died a Buddy month. Rogers. He died a month after my dad died. That oh. would have been crazy to find. I'm sure there's some kind of way. Oh, I could just, you know, you could just call up the National Park, uh, New yeah. Jersey police, you know, uh, force, whatever. Department? O- office, department, place, building. Decay? Decay? Okay. Oh, okay. I thought you said DK. I was like, wow, it's decaying? That's a shame. That place. And uh, you could, you know, you could say, I, I could ask, like, hey, my grandfather was in a force. Well, he in- it is decaying. I mean, that. They haven't really had a lot of crime in National Park since Nick Gage went legit. Since Nick Gage, yeah. Poor he, guy. He went straight. Poor guy. It's a second. Every time we talk about my grandfather and, and Buddy Rogers, we can bring up Nick, Nick Gage. <laughs> well. All right. He's uh, the pride of National Park, New Jersey. So, yeah. So, so. So, just to, as we're bringing up Buddy Rogers, just that I think Buddy Rogers was like a TV character or a serial character at that time. There's to get the name from. Uh, and yeah. Nature Boy was a song. Right. So, yeah, that the nickname Nature Boy, Nat- if you're like, what the fuck is a Nature Boy? Yeah, th- there, there's so much inspiration to go all over. Uh, we brought up um, uh, Steve Austin. No, we didn't bring up Steve Austin, did we? I, I don't believe we but did. But Steve Austin, that's the $6 million man. Yeah, yeah. That was that, his name. That was the name of the character. That was Lee Major's character, Steve Austin. I don't know that that's where he got it from. But there's a good chance. But there's a good chance. And and Because his name is Steve Williams. Mm-hmm. And there was already a Steve Williams. <laughs> Just back to the Nature Boy thing. It always reminds me of something Roddy Piper said. He's like, 
What does that even mean, Nature Boy? What are you running around the forest like Errol Flynn eating bark? Yeah. Like, what is a nature what boy? What is a nature boy? Yeah, I guess that's like you like to be one with nature, but that, that doesn't seem like that primpy, like cocky character. It seems like it's supposed to be like natural, like Yeah. Like were they going for natural? But why yeah, why why the nature boy? Yeah, it doesn't really, it doesn't sound intimidating. Who and, are you fighting tonight? The nature boy. And it's funny, right? And it's yeah, it's like, you know who that should have been? Daniel Bryan. Yeah, he, he is the nature he's boy. He's the nature boy. He likes nature and he's he, yeah. got a boyish exuberance. And he him. probably eats bark. Probably does. And then or kicks, vegetables. kicks the tree bark off. Yeah, and then eats it. And then eats it, right. Like jerky. Bark jerky. He should be the jerky boy. Yeah. Hey, call everybody sizzle chest. Right. Right. That's, hey, where, where do you get that from? The Jerky Boys. And Sizzler. Yeah. Chest. So it's, yeah, with names too, that like WWE always likes to take names that are like a wink to somebody in in production or behind the scenes. Like Santino. As you said wink, I winked my eye, but not because you said that, but because my eye felt dry and I, it, like it, it winked at the same time. Like Santino Morella. Morella was Gorilla Monsoon's right. last name. Simon Dean. Was, Santino, was it for the Santino brothers? Or? Probably. Okay. Uh, So then you had. Simon Dean. Yeah, Simon Dean was Dean Simon. Dean Simon was Dean Malenko. Damian Sandow, you had uh, Billy Sandow back in the day. Yeah, one of the uh, Goldust Trio guys. Mm -hmm. And then who's is uh, Toots? Tootsmont. Toots. Toots. Tootsmont. Tootsmont. Yeah. yeah. I always say Toots. It's Toots. Toots. Yeah. Tootsmont, Billy Sandow, and I forget the third guy. Was it Jack Fluger or something like that? No, I think it was like Ed Strangler Lewis. Oh yeah, it was Strangler Lewis. You're right. You're right. Uh, I'm thinking of Jack Pfeffer, and he did something else. Uh, I forget what Jack Pfeffer did, but yeah. And then you had he he, he was he had Hassan, yes, Hassan Pfeffer Incorporated. Yeah, incorporated. That was his. That was his. That was his office name. Shlemiel, Shlemazel, Shlemiel, Shlemazel, Pfeffer Incorporated. I'm not Jewish, so I I don't know the words that I'm saying or attempting to say. So the I other, love that goddamn show though. The British Charlie was great. Oh, that was a great show. All right, go ahead. And then. You also had Kerwin White was a big one. Uh, Kerwin. Kerwin yeah. Sifley, Sifley's, whatever his name was. He was a longtime producer for WWE. Right, yeah. So they would always like to take names from people like that. Yeah. Yeah, that stuff is always fun. But yeah, yeah as far, and, and then as far as, like, Flair, I think you said the chops, he was inspired by Wahoo. Like Wahoo oh, would do sense. a lot of the chops. I mean, yeah, that makes sense. And okay. I mean, if you go back far enough, he wanted to be Ramblin' Ricky Rhodes. He wanted to be Dusty Rhodes' brother. He wanted to rip him off. Yeah. And and Dusty Rhodes, that name was, there was a baseball player, not a very successful baseball player, but there was a baseball player named Dusty Rhodes, and that's probably where he got his name from. Right. Yeah. Um. And then Rhodes took a lot. Like, again, so that was going to save it. Fuck it. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Rhodes. Took a lot from, uh, I'm sure there was multiple people, but one that we can definitely go back to. The man of the hour? Yeah. The man with the power? Right. A little too sweet to be be sour? Right. Um, Chael Sonnen. Yes. (laughs) Who took from everybody. (laughs) He took from... uh, he took from the the grappler. He took from the spoiler. I think it was the grappler, not was the spoiler. This, oh, was it the grappler? I'm pretty sure it was Len Denton, the grappler. Uh, yeah, Billy Graham. Billy Graham. He yeah. took from everybody. Right. Um. So we're talking about Billy Graham. Uh, Billy Graham. This guy. It's one of these. He took from people who took from people. Yeah. We mentioned Gorgeous George earlier. Mm-hmm. Muhammad Ali 
took from Gorgeous George. He, he he admits this. Right. He took the whole like, I'm so pretty, like, because that was Gorgeous George's thing. If you don't know Gorgeous George, he was just like he would have his hair and and curl. Yeah, like, he would come out with pins. a. He would have his assistant who would spray like the it was, atomizer. It was a, a valet. Yeah, his valet would spray perfume because the air around him was too filthy. He needed, right. He needed it freshened. And they use that later on with the model Rick Martel. Arrogance, yeah. With arrogance, yeah. Um, but Million Dollar Man ripped that 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 thing off where mm-hmm. he, you know, he's this rich guy that comes in limos, and they were doing the same thing with, um, with uh, uh, Gorgeous George. Um, Jim Cornette said one time that the statute of limitations on gimmick theft is seven years. After seven years, is basically public domain. Okay. Yeah, well, good for, good for Jim Cornette. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the so I'm trying to th- okay, so Muhammad Ali ripped off. Gorgeous George. George. For his gimmick, right? Yeah, and then it, some people will say it was blasty. I know you don't believe that. I don't, but but the, it could the, be. The story I heard, I think Dave Meltzer said this before, well, is... Okay, because he's always right. About he, things. And he's, or he's always wrong. Or he could be right sometimes and wrong sometimes. Yeah, like a human. Yes. No, I get it. I get it. Uh, so I like Meltzer. What, what he said was, the way he heard it, is there was a radio interview in like L.A. or somewhere like that. And Ali was in the, in the waiting room waiting for wrestlers were being interviewed mm. and the two wrestlers being interviewed were gorgeous george and freddie blassie right and that ali thought he heard gorgeous george but he was really hearing blassie how would they know that because he's always because, talking about the I way guess, he looked I, I think they're thinking of things that blassie may have said that, that ali later said or something like that there there's a there's a video where he's describing everything about gorgeous george and what he liked about it mm-hmm. and what he ripped off okay and he literally from everything from the car to the yeah it was, he probably was ripping off gorgeous george i'm right. sure that's a safe bet yeah and so anyway gorgeous george uh ali ripped him off and then billy graham was ripping off muhammad ali with dusty the, was ripping off ali yeah a lot of people dusty ripped off dusty was ripping off billy graham yeah and ali Mm-hmm. Um, and just like that whole jive thing in the right in the seventies, yeah. But but Billy Graham did it like no. I, then you know people say Dusty was the best. I think Billy Graham is the best because how many people are ripping off Dusty Rhodes in this day where everybody was ripping off Billy Graham? So because I feel like with Dusty, like if you you rip him off, you kind of have to have the accent. And, and if you're ripping off the accent, you're like okay, you're just doing Dusty now. Well, what's the accent? The I the mean, lisp it's, it's the lisp. Yeah, not an accent. Yeah, because so- Superstar was doing the accent. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Dusty was doing the lisp and and the accent. And anybody that tries to imitate Dusty at this point is just doing the. You're going to do the lisp, and they're like, okay, you're just. And then Cody gets if mad you at will. you too. Yeah, and then Cody's going to say it's bad, no matter how good it is. Yeah. He's going to say it's bad because he's Cody, and that's fine. Uh, oh, there was Rio Rogers. Do you remember? It was very short lived. I remember the name. Rio Rogers, like for one or two episodes of Superstars, was Vince McMahon's color commentator, and he looked like this old, like old west prospector. And okay. it was it was Bruce Pritchard doing a Dusty Rhodes impression. Okay, like, literally, yeah, 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 yeah. it was just Bruce Pritchard doing a Dusty Rhodes impression. Real, yeah, yeah, I do remember that name. Yeah, wow. Does Vin, why does Vince hate him? Who Dusty? Yeah, because Dusty was. It, it's kind of like how he didn't when 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 McMahon was getting his ass kicked by Eric Bischoff. He didn't want to admit that, so he's like, "Oh, I'm fighting Ted Turner." Okay. Uh, when the war was going on with Crockett. He saw himself at war with Dusty because Dusty was running the creative side of the company. Dusty was kind of the boss. Crockett was the money guy, and he he made a lot of decisions. But 
but Dusty was in charge. Dusty was the booker. So Dusty, as far as the wrestlers, was public enemy number one. Right. Like he, not Flair, like Vince always begrudgingly respected Flair. He was always trying to get Flair to jump. He, and as long as Dusty was in charge, he knew, he knew Dusty was never going to jump. Right. And then Dusty wound up jumping because Turner took over and fired him for blading. Yeah. Well, so, but, but my thing is, if you look at Superstar, you have people like, you have, uh, Jesse Ventura rips them off. Oh, oh, part and parcel. Uh, you have Chell Sonnen we we brought up. Yeah. Big Papa Pump, Scott Steiner, he, he bleaches the hair. When he cut his hair short, he bleached it. And then he does the goatee that's that's uh, blonde and black, mm-hmm. which is what superstar Billy Graham was doing. And it's what another guy did. I'm well, sure that's well, what we're well, building to. Yeah, that's what we yeah we built to that. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's it's a volcano explodes at the end. Mm-hmm. And then this guy who who's ripped off a couple different people, but mainly superstar Billy Graham. Yeah. When it, when when you talk about superstar Billy Graham, he talks about his. 22 inch pythons yeah then they grew to 20 because remember he was doing that kung fu thing for a while yeah karate or whatever it was karate billy graham yeah yeah he was doing that for a bit he was a little bit more lean because he was pretty he was yeah he was jacked but he was he was lean when he when he had the and he wore the black and he wore the black tights he had the shaved head at that point no but but before that i'm talking about mm-hmm. when he was wearing that red arizona shirt or whatever okay uh he do you remember the the the, uh, the pants that he would wear the he would wear those like tie dye, uh, like uh, tights, mm-hmm. uh, and then he he would rip the shirt off. He would do the pose. He would talk about the twenty two inch pythons, which grew to twenty four inch pythons. Mm-hmm. He would cup the ear. Yep. And then he said, "What you gonna do when Billy Graham goes down on you?" Which well, I mean, he might get him might get you canceled. Yeah. Today. Uh, he said something along the lines of that. It goes to town on you or something like that, maybe? No, I think it just goes down on you. Oh, well, hey. Right, yeah. What Billy Graham does his own time is Billy Graham's business. Who possibly would rip all that off? Mikey Whipwreck. Hulk Hogan. Oh, that's yeah. my second guess. Hulk Hogan ripped that off. Took the red and yellow. Mm-hmm. Wasn't that the Arizona or was it red and white? I think it was red, red and yellow. Arizona State is red and yellow. Arizona was red and white. Whatever. What was he wearing? I don't remember. I think it was Arizona State. But anyway, red and yellow. He went later on when he did the Hollywood Hogan. He wore the tie dye. Uh, he was well, actually he had the black with the lightning. Then when he uh, was still doing that Hollywood version of the red and uh, yellow. Yeah, when he Hogan, came back to WWE. He was wearing the Billy Graham type. Uh, uh, tights that mm-hmm. were it was like tie dye, but it was like red and yellow tie dye. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he started doing um Hollywood Hogan, he was he had the black and blonde beard. Yep, he had the it was a black beard with a blonde mustache. So it wasn't exactly the same, but it was like there were heavy, heavy, heavy influences. Yeah. of uh, Billy Graham. He took, like I said, he took the ear cupping. He took the ripping of the shirt. The mm-hmm. the what you're gonna do. Uh, calling people brother is another thing Billy Graham did. <laughs> yeah, they just that like the the persona. A lot of that persona was very much lifted from Billy Graham. It was and it, was, it was funny because like Vince Senior wouldn't have done it because that wasn't the kind of baby face he would have projected or put out there. But yeah, Billy Graham would have been a crazy over baby face champion if they would have let him. If they would have like looking back, Billy Graham should have probably been a baby face champion. 
instead of Bob Backlund having a five-year title reign. Oh, absolutely. With all due respect to Backlund, Billy Graham just was a little more electric, a little more of a, a star. He had a little yeah. bit more of a presence. Bob Backlund better bell to bell, obviously. I I was watching some. I, every once in a while, I'll watch some Billy Graham promos, mm -hmm. and I'm like, "That's how you do a goddamn promo." Yeah, dude. he 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 could hold the audience in the palm of his hand. Yeah. And the one thing, and he makes up like words, like like yeah. he'll make up like what what's the occipital uh, what's the shit that uh, external occipital protuberance, right? But he would say shit like that, just make it like like yeah, I'll, I'll crash down on your dietist mountainous duimus. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's like what are you saying, dude? Yeah, he's just making making shit up, which is fine because it's wrestling and it's supposed to do. You're, it's it's all supposed to be like that. It's supposed to be fun and game. Well, fun and games and like. You're supposed to be like, ah, I don't care. I'm just going to say I'm going to do this, daddy. Right. Uh, but the one thing he did not take, Hogan did not take from Billy Graham. Yeah, that's where I was going to uh, go, yeah. There is no Grammomania. Right. What you did have. With the Graham Crackers. It was all his white fans. Well, no, no. Oh. Maybe. Okay. But no, you did have the Golden Grams, though. That was the name of the brothers. It was like uh, Billy, Luke, uh, Jerry, oh. and uh, Eddie. They were called the Golden Grams. His, his family. Yeah. Crazy Luke Graham. Yeah. Yeah. Eddie Graham. Yeah. Who wound up being the main promoter in Florida. And then, uh, yeah, Dr. Jerry Dr. Graham. Dr. Jerry Graham is who, the one that Vince McMahon was like. A young Vince McMahon's favorite wrestler. There's always that urban legend, I guess it's true, like, because his dad, when when Vince was a kid, his dad tried to keep him away from the wrestlers. But doc, he idolized Dr. Jerry Graham and he bleached his hair blonde because Dr. Jerry Graham had bleached blonde hair. Oh, that is funny, man. And so there was no Graham-a-mania. What there was, though, in Florida and I think in, like, Tennessee and places like that. Mulkey mania. That was later. That was after Hulkamania. Oh. Idle mania. Hmm. Idle mania. Running wild. And that was for another guy who could talk a little bit. The universal heartthrob, Austin Idol. And I'm sure that there's a bunch of people uh, that, that ripped him off, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's probably, there's probably a lot. I'm sure, like, we'll, we'll probably see some... Parallels between maybe The Rock and Austin Idol. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm sure that there are. You know, I'm sure there, there's a lot. Um, Austin Idol, they oh. always say, would have been a much bigger star except he didn't like to fly. We talked about it before. Did we talk about it with with Macho? No, no. Macho Man, he... We, we, and we brought up Macho earlier mm -hmm. because you're going to be talking about Macho on the the next episode of... Or as as we uh, this is released, the previous episode of Tornado Tag Podcast. Sure. Talked about Macho Man Randy Savage. And obviously, if you think of him and you think of his... How, how did the show go? Ah, uh, great. I, I was so funny. It was the best show you've ever done. Yeah, I, I was amazing. Actually, better, actually, maybe... I'm a little worried. Better I'm, than I, this show. I don't know. I'm actually a little worried. Probably not. You uh, like, no, no. You like that show better than... I'm oh, just, it's so I'm much just, better. I'm just kidding. I'm, it's I'm, great. I'm just I'm stirring, a, I'm stirring the pot. Um, I'm a little concerned because the night before the show... So this is Tuesday, tomorrow night, Wednesday... Yeah. I'm getting my COVID-19 vaccination booster. Oh, yeah. And I'm getting my flu shot. Uh -oh. And I'm like, I might feel like shit on Thursday. Oh. I might feel like hot garbage when it comes time to do that show. Hot garbage Eddie Gilbert. Yes. That was hot stuff. That was a guy who really wanted to be Jerry Lawler. Right. Which is great because I remember... Uh, Eddie Gilbert being in ECW mm -hmm. uh, early on. And he before, was the booker. Yeah, before Paul E. was there. Yep. And uh, I remember him being there. And then I remember the whole storyline that played out with Kevin Lawler. Freddie Gilbert. Freddie Gilbert. His brother, a heel referee, Freddie Gilbert. 
which was Kevin Lawler, right? Yes, it was Kevin Lawler. Uh, the Dark Patriot? The Dark Patriot was Eddie Gilbert's tag partner for a while. And the man under the mask, as you may already know, was Doug Gilbert. Right. Eddie's brother. He brought Doug in as a Dark Patriot when he was booking Global. Uh, dude, I love the Dark Patriot in ECW. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, he was, was also, yeah, Global's where he started because the Patriot was a champion. They had the Dark Patriot come in. Right. And then after a while, they were both gone and so was Eddie Gilbert. Yeah. Uh, shit like that always, I always like stuff like that because it's very cartoonish. But yeah, like, I guess that's why I like like Liger and then Black Tiger. Like, mm-hmm. we always have the, the enemy or, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, Tiger but, Mask, Black Tiger. Yeah. Or that's what I meant. Uh, not Liger. Uh, Tiger Mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, uh, Lawler, Hot Stuff, Eddie Gilbert. Yeah. So there's, there's a lot. Of that, I'm sure that there's, if you go to ECW, you could probably look at a lot of people like, oh, this guy was influenced by that guy. Yeah. I'm sure that there's a shitload of them. Yeah. And then the uh, the thing with it, Savage, and this was according to Lanny Poffo, who mm-hmm. was talking about how one of the last parts of the puzzle that Randy Savage put in, because Randy Savage could really do it all. There wasn't anything he was bad at. Chess. Being a husband the first time. Uh, not smacking women when they corpse. When they corpse, yeah. There were a few things Randy Savage was bad at. Wrestling was not one of them. He was very good he at wrestling. Corpse. He is. Yeah. And... So Randy Savage, according to Lanny Poffo, he, he had problems with the interview side of things. And he and he goes to Lanny, he's like, no matter what I do, I just I can't figure this out. Like a, he's, and Lanny's like, no, you're good, you're good, you're good. He's like, no, I'm not. I, I need your help. And so Lanny Poffo supposedly had him think back to when they were teenagers. And when they were teenagers, their father, Angelo Poffo, also a wrestler, and he worked for the uh, Hawaiian Territory, which I don't know if it was... Um, Leah Mayavia may have been the one promoting it at that time. The Rock's grandmother. Right. I know she had that territory for all. I don't know who was there before. I think like James Blears might have had a piece of it. Um, Peter Mayavia might have had a piece of it. But Angelo Poffo was there for about a year and and the kids lived with him. And he was like, uh, Lady Poffo was like, think back to Pampero Furpo and uh, King Curtis Iakea. And especially Furpo and they would talk like that and have the gravelly voice. And so that's where... And, and, and Frippo would uh, say something else a lot that we know Macho for. He would go, oh, yeah. Yep. Which then, No, he would say, oh, yeah, not yep. Yep, yep is from somebody else. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Jump and Jeff Farmer also very influential. <laughs> yeah. He, he, he influenced another guy, Fake Sting. Yes, for his name. I don't know if that's... that's he was, that guy, guy was also name. heavily influenced by G.I. Joe. Oh, yeah. Wow. No, he was, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, did, if Jeff... Was Jeff Farmer that fake sting? Was that his real name? Uh, I believe it was, yeah. Uh, I, don't he, think, I don't think he ever wrestled as Jeff Farmer, so I think it's his real name. Oh, okay. And, I, didn't know, I didn't know whether he did. Because which one was he? Was he Thunder or Lightning? I fucking don't remember. And then he was Cobra, and then he was NWO I remember him. I don't remember... Thunder and Lightning, I don't think, but I remember Cobra. Yeah, yeah, Thunder and Lightning was like a tag team around the time they had like the Cole twins and yeah, and uh, fucking um, oh, who were the other uh, the Wrecking Crew? Yeah, yeah, with animals and and Animal and brother. John Ace's brother Mark yeah. Laronitis. Terminator. Yeah, yeah, it was like that early nineties. Let's just bring a bunch of guys in WCW. Robbie V. Yeah, like, just bring a bunch of guys in and see who uh, who gets over, and they were all kind of gone quickly. But yeah, so Furpo was where he got the. Oh yeah, yeah the, but oh yeah, I think that's all you would say. Yeah, like and, and Savage would like drag it out a lot. I mean, you've obviously heard 
Randy Savage say, "Oh yeah, probably." And it's just, "Oh yeah, it's 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 two fucking yeah. words." Then anybody can say, "You could say like if Furpo would have been like boom toes, would he be like boom toes?" Like would he take that? No, he just would have had to wait for inspiration in the form of the Kool-Aid man. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. So that's what he did. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. What what what, what else, who else do we have? Do we have any any I, other guys that we could think of with uh uh one that was more of his career as an announcer and a, a panelist is Booker T with the uh shucky ducky quack quack thing which there is a comedian out of Texas where Booker's from called Shucky Ducky and he that was his that was his catchphrase it was Shucky Ducky Quack Quack Really? Yeah. Oh. And Booker, that's where Booker got the, the Shucky Ducky. Well, he would usually just say Shucky Ducky, like Booker would do, Shucky Ducky. Like, that was something that Shucky Ducky would say a lot. But he would also say Shucky Ducky Quack Quack. Right, yeah. Shucky Ducky Quack Quack. Wow. Okay. <laughs> that's so silly. Yeah, yeah, that's another one I was thinking. I, I, I mean, some of them, like, just, like you said, the generic things, like, Joey Styles saying, oh my god, it's just, oh my god, like, that's yeah. just a reaction to something crazy happening. I can't think of any other ones that are really coming off the top of my head. But if you can think of one, dear audience, write us. Cheesesteaksuplex at gmail.com. Yeah, let us know. Tell us. Be like, oh, you're forgetting this one. Oh, yeah, I'm sure we're missing one very obviously. Like, a lot of the struts came from Jackie Fargo. I'm sure there were other people. Jeff Jarrett. Yeah. Ric Flair. You know, they they all do the strut. Um, Apparently, a lot of the dancing the Dusty would do, I think I read this somewhere before, like some of the dancing stuff he would do was from Thunderbolt Patterson. Uh, Colt Cabana and uh, Bubba Ray, both the, the elbow, the wind-up elbow. They, oh, yeah. They took from Dusty. It, it's it, it's more uh, paying homage to yeah, Dusty. Some than, of the, yeah, some of those are just like... Uh, where some people end up doing things and it's like... Uh, but I'm talking about like just a straight up... Your I'm character. lifting it, yeah. Your, your character, not just a little... Not not just paying homage, yeah, but your, uh, your whole character. The original inspiration for The Undertaker, the original version of that character, very, very inspired by Michael Myers. Okay. The I mean, sit-up and everything. The sit-up, yeah, I get that, but... No, like Bruce Pritchard has said, yeah, we were, we were basing him on Michael Myers. Yeah, I mean, he could say that, but it's Bruce Pritchard, and I really don't believe anything he says. I don't remember Michael Myers being an, uh, uh, an 1800s, um, you know, Old West Undertaker. That's true. Um... So what did he take? The slow walk, the plotting walk, and the sit up? Yes. Okay, that's it. Uh, that's all you took from The Undertaker. I mean, from uh, Michael Myers. Uh, he doesn't have a... My Undertaker doesn't have a knife. He's not wearing a jumpsuit. Yeah, it's not a complete ripoff. No, I mean, that, that's that's all he took was the, the, the slow walk and the, the sit up. Literally, that's all he took from Michael Myers. Doesn't wear a mask until later on when he broke his face. Um, Kane wore a mask. He did, yeah. Uh, Brother Love, speaking of Bruce Pritchard, that was a uh, taken off of a bunch of televangelists. Yeah. And uh, I believe the biggest one was like this guy, Robert Tilton. So was Billy Graham. Really? Okay. Apparently, Billy Graham did pastor. He was a pastor. Oh, that's funny. His name was, is that where he got the name Billy Graham? I think so. Oh, wow. So Billy Graham did get his name from Billy Graham. I, I know he t took Superstar from Jesus Christ Superstar. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Because he yeah. was the first one that was using the name Superstar. Nobody had that name. And now mm -hmm. he's like, now everybody's a superstar. Yeah, yeah. Well, they, they took everything from Billy Graham, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Vince uh, and... and uh, like, Billy Graham was kind of the prototype for what Vince wants. But he started calling people brother 
because that's what they would say yeah. that as a like the pastors. And, and now everybody in fucking wrestling does that. Yeah. They took everybody took from Billy Graham. Wow, that's yeah. what I'm saying. That's why I wanted to save him for last. Yeah. But you know, it's fine. The, the way it worked out. But but yeah. So basically what we're saying is Billy Graham invented modern wrestling. He did. Pretty much. No, yeah. he no, 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 no. He did. Yeah. He did because if you look before Billy Graham, it was Billy Bland. Yeah. It was Billy Blanks. Now Billy Blanks is pretty fucking cool for his time, wasn't he? Yeah, he did Tybo. Yeah. No, but Billy Graham, dude, was way ahead of his dude. He was fucking light years ahead of light his years time, ahead man. of his time with the way he cut promos. I don't know about his wrestling. Yeah, it was it was there. Bland. Yeah. <laughs> he was a little yeah, he was there. He was a guy. But as far as electrifying mm-hmm. personality, dude, that's without him, you don't get Hulk Hogan. You get boring ass Hulk Hogan. Yeah. You know? Seriously. No, you get boring fucking no, totally, Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Oh, and his manager, Billy Graham's manager at a point was the Grand Wizard, who has been uh, like James Mitchell takes a lot of his cadence from the Grand Wizard. I noticed that when we did our other show, uh, the Gorilla Position mm-hmm. years ago, not the Gorilla. Now, there's Gorilla Position out of England, I believe. Yeah, uh, we're not those guys. Uh, if you can't tell, we don't have an English accent. Pip him. Um, Cheerio, Corn Flakes, Luff. Oi. Uh, you just sound Jewish. Shlemiel. Shlemazel. Haas and Pfeffer Incorporated. Right. Uh, when we were doing that show, this is when James Mitchell was managing Abyss and TNA. And I would go, Abyss doesn't like whatever. You know, like whatever it yeah. was. Uh, Abyss doesn't like uh, foreplay. He wants to get straight to the intercourse. And as I was doing my James Mitchell which I thought I did a damn good James Mitchell. Yes. Because I thought I picked up on a little like, like Abyss wants to get like, I want to do karaoke. Well, and he always like, does. And it, it seems like he's like squinting his eyes and shaking his head at the end. Like I am watching the Phillies. Like, and as I started doing that, I, I'm listening. And then I, I fucking listened to the grand wizard one day and not, not the KKK. Mm-hmm. By the way, I was listening to him another time. Just, the grand wizard of wrestling. Right. Which I think he took it from that. He did. He, and he was a Jew, too, which yeah. is funny. Ernie Roth, right? Yeah. Yeah, he was a gay Jewish man who became this crazy heel. At first, he was like Abdul Farouk, and he was a evil, like, Middle Eastern guy. That's why he was wearing a turban. Yeah, and then he became the Grand Wizard, which, yeah, he took from the KKK. The name. Yeah, the name. Yeah, because yeah. it was like, hey, how can I piss people off? How can off? I piss everybody that, that hates me off? Right. Which is great. That's what a heel should do. Yeah. Today, with the woke culture, they're like, that's that's not nice, okay? You don't what those people had to endure. Back then, they're like goose-stepping and doing the claw. Yeah. Ah, I'm a fucking Nazi. It was too- <laughs> Yeah, that's why Jack Atkinson became Fritz von Erich. Right. It, it, that's, that was part of it, and people weren't bitches back then. Sorry, but they weren't bitches. They're bitches today. Everybody's a bitch. I'm a bitch to an extent, but anyway- I'm just giving you a little bit of history. You're just giving a little bit of history. That's why he had the name. Mm-hmm. But anyway, as I'm listening to the Grand Wizard, he was talking like that, like, like, uh, whatever. Let's just say something like the Philadelphia Eagles and that blah, 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 the blah, blah. Grand blah. Wizard of Wrestling. Yeah, and he would talk like that. And it wasn't just like, it, it wasn't the same as James Mitchell, but it was very close. Yeah, the you know, cadence like, was very, very similar. And, and, and the way he, like... I'm listening and I'm like, I hear Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman. Nowadays, yes, because yeah, 100%. When you listen to Paul Heyman's, like uh, his his cadence, mm-hmm. the way he talks today, as opposed to how he was Pauly, when he was Paulie Dangerous, yeah, 100% taken from the Grand Wizard, 
Mm-hmm. No, uh, 75%. Yeah, like 75%, sure. 74%, okay? Yeah. No. Until uh, he starts wearing a turban. Right. And talking about... Well, he's, he is Jewish. That is true, yeah. yeah. But anyway, uh, there's a lot of inspiration to go around. There's a lot of people taking from people. What we've learned is uh, Billy Graham is is the godfather of it all. Yeah, pretty apparently. much. And it, it, it always takes me back to this thing that they say about writing. Good writers have influences. Great writers steal. Great writers steal, yes. And great writers steal. Yeah. And the funny thing about that is the person that you know that from stole it. Stole it from Of course they else. did. Great. <laughs> they should. It was uh Dern, right? No, no, you're thinking of Bruce Paltrow. Of Paltrow. And and it was a different saying. Yeah, no, but there, okay. I actually had this whole thing, mm-hmm. I, I would have to find it. I, I would have to scroll and find it, but it was... You're thinking of a different line. No, I know... No, I'm not. Okay. Uh, my, I, I'm not. I'm 100% not. I'm 100% thinking about that. I know, okay. I know exactly why. Uh, so, there was, uh, there was a song called More Cowbell by Asher Roth, mm-hmm. Philadelphia rapper. Right, right. Asher Roth. Why are all the Philadelphia rappers now Jewish? I know him and Lil Dicky. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, he has a line where it's like, uh, it's like, good grief. What's it? It's like, good grief, loose leaf. I treat it like Bruce Lee or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then Eminem uses a similar line where he talks about loose leaf and Bruce Lee. Huh. Years later. Right. And then there's like a flow that Eminem uses on Rap God that is the same that Asher Roth uses on this song that Asher Roth did years before. Right. And Eminem at one point admitted that he liked Asher Roth and then took a shot at Asher Roth later. Yeah. After he literally took two things from Asher Roth. Yep. He may have taken more, but two that I noticed. And when I talk about the flow, like there's a, there's a, you hear, I would have to, you would have to listen to it, but listen to cal more cowbell and it's 50 seconds in 56 seconds in and on rap god uh it's four minutes and 46 seconds in i remember this but anyway the line is good writers borrow great writers steal is either from oscar wilde or pablo picasso okay okay uh t.s Eliot said immature poets imitate mature poets steal and aaron sorkin said good writers borrow from other writers great writers steal from them outright yeah so yeah they're all kind of saying the same thing that's what i'm saying so, so that's so, i knew what i was talking so, about again i just had the wrong name here is your quote good writers have influences great writers steal and bp burke said that right bp burke <laughs> did say that. no the, the, the other thing the bruce paltrow thing there was something completely different his was uh Never believe them when they tell you that you're wonderful, because then you have to believe them when you, they tell you that you suck, and they will tell you that you suck. Right. So it's I, basically like I just knew it was don't a- don't don't worry too much about people kissing your ass because they're going to criticize you if you believe them when they kiss your ass. You have to yeah, I knew that there was a really cool line. Yeah. From who was it? Paltrow. Bruce, Bruce Paltrow. Not, Gwen, not Gwyneth, Dern. Gwyneth's father not, and not a Bruce Dern. Uh, former movie producer. He's passed away now, but a movie producer director. Is, isn't uh, Laura Dern's dad Bruce Dern? Yes. And I believe he is still alive. He's been in the Not Bruce Tarantino Willis. Movies. Not Bruce. 
Jagabite? Is there who other? What other famous Bruce's are there? Uh, the, one, the one Bruce is a Caitlyn now. Good, so good grief, Bruce Lee. There you go. Anyway, all right. Well, that's all I have today. Uh, go to projecthumanoid.com. Buy merch. We have new shirts. I'll probably throw some other ones up. Um, uh, I'm thinking about just changing the store to just the project to, to put everything on there. But as as it stands right now, if you go to projecthumanoid.com, click on the cheesesteak suplex uh, little thing. There's a cheesesteak suplex shirt. Click on a murder my dude uh, button and there's murder my dude shirts. There's a few different ones on there. I think we only have one uh flavor right now for cheesesteak suplex uh it's the new one the the pink and blue i i I took it off right now i'll i'll put it on without the glowy effect we had issues with it it was getting it was was all globbed glum gold glob glom gold glob gold it was glom gold globbed uh uh, blurred and um it was blurry is what i'm trying to say it was gloopy everything's so blurry and so i was like let's you know, it looks like it was dropped in a puddle of mud. Yes. So I was like, let's take it out. It, it was a pink and blue puddle of mud, apparently. And uh, some odd mud. We had three shirts made up. And when we got them, one was mostly OK. One was really bad. And there was one in the middle. Yeah. And I was like, no, neat. None of like, these are good. And like, I see three of them. And you said, hit the one in the middle. Right. Yeah. Like another it's a rocky reference rocky two reference yeah. right so not make the best see, rocky, rocky make i see three rocky five i'm the only rocky five lover in the world so okay anyway all right well that's what we have uh uh anyway uh questions comments all that stuff cheesesteak suplex at gmail.com uh philly suplex on twitter if you want to twit at us um or twat at us or tweet at us or twaddle twaddle twiddle tweedle d tweedle my grandfather used to call a vagina a tweet he would say, uh, I bet she's got a nice tweet on her. He would say that. And I would say, right at the top of her legs. I would say, what the fuck is wrong with you, dude? And he would go, <laughs> Howard Sperm. He always called Howard Stern Howard Sperm. And I go, you're hilarious. And I'd walk away. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's what I have. Anything else? Do you have eh, anything? Yeah, we'll just call it a night. <laughs>